Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you, although it is a rainy and wet Monday. And I guess it's also Monday, but it's the last week of September. And we are going to be waving goodbye to September all week long and getting ready for a spooky season. Although for me, it's already launched. Uh, Adam is off today. Phil Devitt will have your news a little bit later on. And we will also have Jack Spillane in later on to turn on the light. Uh, he has a n- another piece up at newbedfordlight.org regarding the Star Store story. And we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about some interesting news regarding the Zyterian and its proposed 99-year lease. So we'll talk about that with Jack coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And until then, it's all about you at 508-996-0500. It is week two of Win Trump's Money. And that means that every hour on the hour, well, not on the hour, but every hour between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m., 8 a.m. through 5 p.m., I should say, you are going to hear, and I'm using radio air quotes here, Donald Trump give you a three-digit code that you will then enter at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app, not in app chat, as some of you are still doing, not in app chat. And when you enter in those codes, every time you enter it, you're going to be entered to win $100 cash as well as the grand prize, $30,000. So, again, you don't want to send the number in via app chat. I know you're listening because you know what the codes are. So I know that you're listening. I know that you're hearing my voice. Don't put the numbers in AppChat. I can't help you. AppChat goes to me. I cannot enter for you. You have to put it in the right spot so that it goes to the right place so that the right people can select the winner. And so you want to make sure that you go to, if you go to WBSM.com, and I'm going to go to it right now. I'm going to walk through it with you. If you go to WBSM.com, when you get to the homepage, the first thing you're going to see in the upper right-hand corner where it says trending now, win cash, win Trump's money. On the far left side, right under our logo, you're going to see win Trump's money. Click on either one of those. If that doesn't work, go to contests. The first thing that you'll see under the contest menu, win Trump's money. Those all lead back to the same place. If you're on the WBSM app, 
when you open up the app, there's a series of icons in the middle. One of those icons is a money bag that says underneath it, win trumps, and because there's not enough space, instead of money, it has two dollar signs. Click on that if you're using the app. Still going to lead you to the same place as on the website. It's all the same page. It's all the contest page. Then when you get to the contest page, you're going to see there's a little bit of, you know, some how to play, what do you win, all that stuff. How many days are left in the contest, which currently is 21 days. Then you will also see all of these ways to get a bonus chance. They All, all these boxes that say plus one. If you click on any one of those and, and, and do the action that it's asking you for, you're going to get an extra entry for that grand prize. So share WBSM on Twitter, follow WBSM on Twitter, visit WBSM on Facebook. There's even a couple extra ones in there because we wanted to make sure that we gave you some extra chances to win. Then underneath it, each day they unlock only the codes for that particular day. So 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m. They're the only code boxes that are unlocked. You click on the hour that you're trying to enter the code in. You type in the three-digit number. You send it off. You're on your way. That's it. That's all that there is to enter. So, again, sending it into app chat's not going to help you because I can't help you. I cannot take that number that you sent in and go and put it in the box for you because you have to be logged in to your WBSM account for it to count for you. If I go and I plug it in because I'm logged in as me, it's going to count for me and I'm ineligible to win. So you want to make sure you're putting it in the right spot and not in the app chat box. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? I got a, I got a gripe for you. Sure. All right, so um, this weekend, you know, Saturdays I usually run my errands, you know, like every other normal working working American, you know, busy working during the week, so we, we run our errands on the weekend. And errands, I mean, you know, grocery shopping, Walmart trips, stuff like that I mm-hmm. can't do during the week. Um, market basket, okay? Is it price gouging or is it just flat-out inflation? that I'm spending $404 on three-quarters of a carriage full of groceries. And I'm not even buying, like, steak. You know, I w- listen, about four years ago, I was buying nice Delmonico steaks for, like, you know, $13, $14 a pop. Now you can't even get your hands on a Delmonico, one Delmonico steak for, like, $12, $13, one of them. And they package them in twos. So you're going to buy two pa- you're going to buy a package of two for $24. Okay? It's it, it, it you know, between the groceries, between the gas, between uh Walmart, I walk out of Walmart, okay, so shampoo, uh conditioner, deodorant, stuff like that. Just normal necessities that you need, okay? I'm I'm spending over a hundred dollars, and I'm not even I'm not, and I'm not even walking out with two bagfuls of stuff. How are we going to be able to live in you know ten years down the road? Well, in, inflation five, inflation doesn't five. last ten years. It's not going to last five years either. 
So why don't we looking for a drop off here? And actually, let me let me ask you this: it, it, it's okay. So, so it is inflation, right? So so we're all going to. Well, agree I'm, that I mean, inflation. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you know market basket prices are are less than everybody else. So I wouldn't I wouldn't think that it's price gouging. Okay, so so it is inflation then. So it's not price gouging. Um, when it, so if you said it's not going to last even last five years. Well, I would hope not. I mean, I would hope that, you know, the Great Depression taught us that we can't sustain long-term economic, uh, you know, and in, in, I guess I don't really know what, what to call it. Uh, long-term economic Pressure. turmoil, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it's just, I, I, I don't understand, like, nobody's getting raises, right? Yeah, well, I mean, at least I'm not. I, I've been, I mean, I, I've been sitting at the last... You know, I've, I've been, uh, I don't know, uh, my pay grade hasn't hasn't had any raises. You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't get paid enough, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, how are people living off of minimum wage jobs? I mean, yeah, your minimum wage is $15 an hour, but how could you possibly live off of that? Knowing that you have to spend money at the, at the grocery store to, to feed your, your family. Well, I mean, the same people that are asking that question now are the people that were arguing when people asked for minimum wage to go up that minimum wage isn't supposed to be a livable income. It's not supposed to be what you feed your family with. So, I mean, you got to pick a side on that. Not you, but I mean the people who are no, who are making that argument. Is it supposed to be a livable wage or is it supposed to be something that's a, a temporary situation until things get better? I do think people are getting raises. Uh, part of that is because there isn't somebody else in the job that that's going to be fulfilling that higher position. So because there's been a problem filling jobs, people can kind of get work their way up and, and get those promotions and get raises. But I think the person that's in the same station and same position um, is probably not doing, you know, getting that annual increase or semi-annual or whoever they work it out, however they work it out. Uh, I guess you could say like, you know, my gripe would be, I like I felt like I hit rock bottom when I got when I when I sat inside my car right and, and I'm sitting there with my wife and I'm just looking at the receipt and I'm saying, "Are you like this is insane?" You know, and I'm sitting there listen I'm sitting there looking at this receipt and in the back of my mind I'm sitting here thinking about okay, there's people that are living in this country or in this country and in this state, okay, miles away from us. Like I mean, not even double-digit miles, I'm talking like single miles, okay, that are living in hotels for free, that are living in, uh, that, that, are, that are getting food vouchers for free. And meanwhile, the working American is starving, okay, barely scraping by making ends meet on a livable income that was livable four years ago. Well, I want I want you to think about something as you're as you're thinking about that. Sure, sure, I want sure, you to sure. keep something else in the back of your mind too, because you know everybody is saying, you know, what about Americans? We got to take care of Americans first. I want you to think about all the Americans that are in the that were have been in that same position that you're in right now, but for decades. That there have been people who are the lower end of society that have been dealing with what you're dealing with every single day of their lives for their entire lives. And I oh, hope I, I hope uh, that listen. I hope that this experience makes you more understanding of the people that are like that, and that it's not just a matter of you know picking yourself up by your bootstraps and doing better. That there are economic depressions for certain categories of people and certain you know classes of people that have had to deal with this for a lot longer than we've been dealing with it for. Listen, Tim, I'm going to let you know a little insider fact. Okay, 
about about my life. I grew up. My mother, my mother was a single mother. Okay, for the better half of my life, uh, when I was a kid growing up, I remember standing outside in the winter time at food pantries. Okay, waiting for the, for, for the for the churches to open up so that way we could get you know food, canned food, stuff like that. So I know how it is to live at the lower end of a society, or or at, a, uh, uh, at the lower end of a you know. I know how it, how it is to live like that. So what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. Four years ago, when I was, you know, I felt like I, I, I was on top of the world. I was like, this is amazing, you know? And then I come to this, and I'm like, I'm still at what I was, you know, what I'm making four years ago, or a little bit more than what I was making four years ago. And I feel like I'm, I'm dirt, dirt poor. And I'm, and I'm working my butt off. My wife and I are working, we're working our butts off. Trying to, and it's like trying to scrape by. It's like, this isn't right. This is not right. I'm I'm waiting for a revolution, Tim. I really am. Some of these some of these Americans aren't going to be able to. Uh, we're not going to be able to take this no more. Well, I don't. You know, I don't. Like, I don't think you need a revolution for it. You'll have next year an election. Yeah, and that's. I mean, well, that's usually. I, I can tell you right now, Tim. If that if it goes, listen. And I'm not, you know, an election. Uh, uh, what do they call those people that 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 you know thought the election was a scam? And I'm not one of those deniers. Okay. If if a de- you know if the Democrats get in again, we we are in some serious trouble. Well, I mean, I we would really argue, are, Tim. I would argue that if the economy doesn't make a positive turn between now and then, that they're not going to. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, because like I said, I I, I don't think I don't think I, there's, there are Americans out there, Tim, that that just that, that are fed up, that are just fed up, you know, about with the economy. I mean, the, I mean, I think I think you'll have Democrat voters who are going to have concerns about voting for a Democrat if things don't change. Economically, yeah. I mean, hey, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But that's so why I figured I'd, you know, give you a little bit of a gripe this morning. That's what we're here well, for. So we're, not, so we're not going to have the news at six thirty at the half an hour. No, Phil's filling in, so we're not making him start early today. Oh, there you go. He's got he's got his right. regular job to do too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Tim. All right, you have yeah. a good one. And five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We are going to take your phone calls and, well, also through the time we have Jack with Jack Splain, too. But Jack Splain will join us in the 8 a.m. hour. Um, I also, I just talked you through when Trump's money. I also want you to know that I, um, I'm here for you any other time of the day. If you have any questions about the contest, you can always email me, Tim at WBSM.com. You can send me an app chat message, not with the code, because, again, I can't help you with that, but with a excuse me, with any questions you may have, if you are having trouble figuring it out, um, I will just warn you that I will be unavailable to answer your questions later today. I, um, I actually have to go to a funeral. Uh, a, so my brother-in-law's step, excuse me, stepfather passed away. Uh, but, um, you know, I knew him for, for many years. We used to work together. Great guy. And uh, so um, we'll be going and celebrating his life later on this morning. But uh, then... You know, later on today, I'll be around for you if you have any questions. So send them on over and I'll be happy to answer them. And you know what? If, if, if you want, if you can't wait for me to get back and respond to you, you can always email Phil Devitt. Phil.devitt, D-E-V-I-T-T, at townsquaremedia.com. His email's on the website under contact us and you can ask him. He'll be happy to tell you too because he's... Also, well-versed in this contest from having to set it up 
for the last couple of years too. So with Fun 107. So uh, again, so that's, if you need any help with all that, but so many of you have been entering. I want to thank you all for taking part. I've, uh, I've really enjoyed interacting with everybody and hearing them talk about how much they love the contest. It's, you know, just our fun twist on it. Just trying to make sure we get your attention. And we will start that again today at 8 a.m. Well, in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, so I had mentioned that it is spooky season. I got the chance on Friday afternoon to go and visit a place that I hadn't been into, hadn't been in, what, what year is it now? 2023. 23, about 30, probably 32, 33 years since I've been in this place. And you want to talk about a flood of memories coming back. There's something about going back. I mean, I, I think everybody kind of appreciates going back to their, to their old school. But it's different when your old school is still an active school. So if you went to, say, Fairhaven High School, which has been around for quite a while. So you went to Fairhaven High School. And then you go back for your grandkids, you know, school play or something. And you go in there. It's, it's pretty much the same Fairhaven High School you went to. They probably had the, uh, the addition since you went there. But, you know, it's, it's, it's fairly much. It's, you can go back and be like, oh, I remember this and I remember this. And everything kind of looks the same. But when your school has become vacant and in large part abandoned, it hits a little bit differently when you walk back into that classroom, especially when your classroom is the oldest part of a building that's been added on to multiple times. That's what I went through on, on Friday. I went and visited my former elementary school from Sandwich in Sandwich from when I was in the sixth grade. And part of the building now is... I won't say abandoned because there's still like offices within it, but they're not utilizing all the space. And certainly the wing that I had my classroom in, my classroom was a former auditorium slash gym that was split down the middle with a, a, a curtain into two classrooms. And I went back in there and it was like, Every sixth grade memory came flooding back. And not all of them were great. Not all of them were good memories. Uh, that was a very rough time. Being the, the punk kid that lived in Algonquin Heights in Plymouth and then moved to the, the, the upper crust of uh, East Sandwich. By the way, I learned where that term upper crust came from on Friday too. I took a historical tour of a historical building and learned some very interesting facts about some of our colloquialisms. But I'm excited because we're going to be, I'm going to be teaming up with the Sandwich Chamber of Commerce to do a, a paranormal investigation out there in Sandwich. And I'm excited because I get to go into a place that I always wanted to investigate and a place that I was pretty sure when I went there was haunted, but had no real proof of it. Now I get to to actually find out if it's true or not. So Pretty excited about that. And I'll have more details on that for you later. But uh, I think you'll, uh, you'll enjoy that. Also, speaking of spooky season and Halloween and all that good stuff, 
want to point your attention to an article at WBSM.com and on the app where I visited, and I know this term doesn't make sense, but it's, it's good for headline purposes, the most unique spirit Halloween store in Massachusetts. Yes, I know it's, you, you can't be the most unique. You're either unique or you're not. But the most unique spirit Halloween store in Massachusetts because they took the iconic Christmas tree shop at the base of the Sagamore Bridge and Spirit Halloween moved in. And some of you might be wondering, well, what did they do to the inside to make it a Spirit Halloween? The answer is nothing. They just put up their shelves and put up their displays. But other than that, it's still the Christmas tree shop around it. And uh, and I, I thought a little bit of a missed opportunity. You've got all those great Halloween decorations already in the store. Why not just uh, use some of those to to creep up the place a little bit more? Maybe hang some spiders from the, the post and beam architecture up in the ceiling. But you can see some photos of it for yourself at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. And I also put together a little TikTok video. I'm not very good at making those TikTok videos. This took me, I know the kids bang these things out in like 10 minutes. This took me probably two hours on Saturday morning to put all together. And even then I didn't really do it right. And my TikTok functionality was not what it should have been. And I kept have, running into some problems and then it would start the whole video editing process over and over again. But I got something up there that's decent. And you can check that out and, you know, tell me. It's not so bad, Tim. I feel like uh, all the TikTok kids are going to watch that video and say, okay, boomer, and I have to explain. I'm not a boomer, I'm Gen Z. But I might as well be when it comes to editing TikTok videos. Anyway, you can check that out. It's all in the story along with a bunch of photos at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Right now, though, I'm going to take my first break of the morning. We'll be back in just a few moments. song without Stephen Wright introducing K. Billy Super Sounds of the 70s Weekend, if you've ever seen Reservoir Dogs. And if you haven't, well, you probably should. Uh, well, uh, speaking of little green bags, uh, I'm thinking about money bags. And of course, we're going to have Win Trump's money returning in uh, just about an hour and a half. Thereabouts are actually just under two hours. You'll get your first code of the day. And you'll be able to uh, enter that in at WBSM.com and on the app for your chance to win $100 cash and then be entered for the grand prize of $30,000. But also, when it comes to money, you know we like to save you money here at WBSM. And let me just tell you a little bit of behind-the-scenes info. This week is what they call Restaurant Week on the Fun 107 Morning Show. 
Michael and Maddie are out every morning this week with Gazelle at a different restaurant. And while they're at those restaurants, they're, of course, going to have special Seize the Deals that will go on sale at 9 a.m. each day. So you want to go to SeizeTheDeal.com every day this week for your shot at getting some of these fantastic deals. And today's deal, which goes on sale at 9 a.m., is $50 to Black Salt Bistro and Bar in Swansea for just 25 bucks. Black Salt Bistro and Bar is an American-style bistro serving lunch, dinner, and signature cocktails. They have appetizers like pan-seared shrimp, charcuterie board, lamb pops, and more. They also serve up crisp salads, sandwich, savory sandwiches, grilled New York strip, and fresh pasta provided by Little Roadie Pasta. Black Salt also has a kid's menu. And, of course, they have a curated wine selection, craft beer, and handcrafted signature cocktails. So $50 to Black Salt Bistro and Bar goes on sale for just $25 this morning at 9 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. And if you go to SeizeTheDeal.com, you can see some of the other deals that are up there for sale or that will be up there for sale. And you can kind of plan out when you want to be able to, to get those. But I will warn you, because it is Fun 107's Restaurant Week, and they're going to be talking about these deals all morning long on Michael and Maddie. You're going to want to make sure that you get yourself on SeizeTheDeal.com. I always say get there about 8.55 and just keep hitting refresh until the deal is live because these deals will sell out quickly. So you want to make sure that you get yourself over there and get them before they're gone. Now, tomorrow's deal, I'm just going to give you a preview, a heads up of that, is $50 in gift certificates to Friendly's Ice Cream in Dartmouth for $25. And I find the story of the Dartmouth Friendlies to be very interesting because a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, it's one of the few surviving restaurants in the Friendlies chain. But there's a reason for that. It's not a franchise-owned, it's a franchised location. It's not owned by Friendlies Corporate. From my understanding, the man who purchased it recently was a longtime Friendly's employee who really believed in the Friendly's brand and wanted to keep it going and keep it alive. So he purchased that restaurant from Friendly's to be able to do that, to be able to keep Friendly's alive here on the South Coast. And what better way to support him and support that idea and that vision than by getting some of these Seize the Deal certificates because then you can go in and patronize the business, but also save yourself some money at the same time. So that's tomorrow's deal, and you can find out more about some of the other deals all week long by going to SeizeTheDeal.com. And really, I say it, and I'm not just blowing smoke here, you should make it your homepage. Check it out every morning so that you can plan ahead and see if there is a deal that you want to grab that particular day. All right, 508-996-0500. That is my number. Uh, again, later on this morning, we'll be joined by Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. We'll be talking with him about a variety of things, but of course, we'll get the latest info on the Star Store story. There's also a story that kind of broke Friday afternoon and then was updated yesterday. So we know that there was a murder that took place last week in Freetown. Allegedly, a man killed his girlfriend with a hammer. 
uh, Matthew Lucas. People are familiar with, you know, people in town are familiar with this couple. And there's been a lot of scuttlebutt on social media about it. A lot of people who, I don't know, like try to offer insight into, into what's going on. But the bottom line is right now he is, he's not been convicted of anything. He's just been charged with killing his girlfriend, 44-year-old Heidi Chase. That happened at 92 Chase Road. Well, a little bit down the road at 122 Chase Road lives a man who is well known to Freetown police. A man who has been arrested numerous times for breaking and entering. Uh, his name is Brandon D. Moranville. And apparently the last time that he was arrested for breaking and entering in October of 2022, at least the last time he was arrested in Freetown, he was released on bail, which you look at his criminal history including one time allegedly... See, Brandon D. Moranville has a prosthetic arm. From my understanding, and this is from news stories, this isn't, you know, rumors, but he was involved in a car accident when he was younger, lost his arm. His arm was replaced with a prosthetic arm that has a hook for a hand. And he allegedly beat a man with that prosthetic arm. Again, this is not rumor. This is news stories are linked up in the story at WBSM.com. And a lot of people say that what happened with him, you know, losing family members in that crash and losing his arm and everything that he's gone through kind of set him on a path of just not living the best life that he could be. But the bottom line is he was released on bail for this alleged breaking and entering and was supposed to report to court and did not. So now he is in default. There is a bench warrant out for his arrest along with other warrants that were out for his arrest. He was seen last Friday walking on the property of 92 Chase Street where this murder took place. Now, I don't know what walking on the property means. The, the police did not get very specific with the information that they gave. Does that mean he was just like walking down the street and he just happened to be seen at that time because maybe somebody was down there you know, scoping out that house and telling somebody about what happened. I don't know. Was he thinking to himself, wow, there's nobody there because of what's going on. Maybe I can break into this place. I don't know. But the bottom line is that's the property he was on. Police had to make it a point on Friday because see what happened was when police went to look for him, on Friday, after hearing the report that he was out there, he fled and the police weren't able to catch him. He went into the woods. They used a canine, which is a whole different story in Freetown because Freetown had its own canine. Anyway, it's a, it's a whole thing, but they had their own canine and then now they don't. They won't pay for it and they want the canine officer to take it as a pet and they have to bring in outside canine. So that took time. And anyway, they lost him in the woods. And police had to point out that he is not considered to be a suspect or have anything to do with what went on at 92 Chase Road. He just happened to be walking on that property. 
and that he is not considered violent. Now, I would say that somebody who beat somebody allegedly with a prosthetic arm might be somebody that's prone to violence, but the police said that there was no danger to the public. However, he was located yesterday. Some people saw him walking into the mobile mart and called police and said, hey, this is the guy you're looking for because everybody in town knows the guy. Every time we post a story about him, and it has been somewhat frequently, every time we post a story about him, the comment sections are filled with people reporting what he did to them. Now, most of them say, listen, he's got problems. I didn't bother to tell the police about this, but well-known person. And so the police did get take him into custody yesterday. He was taken to the House of Correction in Dartmouth. Uh, he will be arraigned this morning. And I'm going to guess that he's not going to get bail this time since he failed to show up to court. He's, he's going to have to stay. But it, it, it is interesting that the police had to point out. And I'm wondering if every, everybody in town kind of knew this guy and what he was all about. I wonder if anybody really did think that he had something to do with something. If there really was a need to kind of quell that suspicion. I'm just guessing. And again, I shouldn't make assumptions, but I'm just assuming that he was probably thinking, well, maybe I can break into here and get something because if you read some of his past crimes, not the brightest criminal. 508-996-0500. Let's, uh, let's take a break here and we'll be back in a few moments. Um. And 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app, or you can use the open line voicemail feature on the WBSM app. Uh, this week is going to be a pretty busy week on the program. Of course, we'll have Jack Spillane coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Later on this week, we're going to talk with Katie Green of the One South Coast Chamber about what you can expect this Saturday with the 18th annual Blount Fine Foods New Bedford Seaport Chowder Fest. And I had the chance last year to be a celebrity judge, quote unquote, at, uh, at Chowder Fest. This year, the celebrity judges are going to be the Portuguese kids. So I think you're going to get some fun out of them in addition to uh, some serious judging of the chowders and soups that will be 
offered up at Chowderfest. But if you've never been, what a unique, you know, it's, yes, you look at it and you say, well, I've been to other food festivals like this before. I've been to chili cook-offs and I've been to, to other things. And, you know, I get it. You walk around, you try a little cup of something and you vote for what you like. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's the basics of it, sure. But you've never realized the intricacies of chowder until you've gone to Chowderfest. And and the different types of chowder that can be made, the different types of uh, ingredients that can be used, the subtle differences in them that can completely change the flavor profile. I mean, it was sitting there as a judge... I can tell you was, first of all, there's a lot of pressure on you because you've, you've got to sample every one of them. And here I am thinking to myself, because I had gotten asked before to be a judge, and I was like, eh, no, I don't think I can do it because, you know, I'm, I'm prone to gout. So I'm worried about eating that much clam chowder, you know, pacing myself and also... How much clam chowder can one person eat? I can tell you this much. You can eat plenty of clam chowder when you're at Chowderfest. Don't worry about that. It's perfect little sample sizes. By the time you're done, over the course of many hours, it might equal as much as like two, maybe three bowls if you were to go hog wild with it. But it's certainly worth the price of admission. 15 bucks to get in if you buy your tickets in advance. $20 if you get them at the door. And it, you're going to have a grand time. So much fun getting to sample all the different chowders. And then you know what your favorites are. Because there's, there's nothing like starting off your meal with a good, solid cup of chowder. And everybody that enters Chowderfest obviously is putting on... They, they, they offer a good chowder or else they wouldn't waste their time being there. They're not just opening up a can of Snow's calling it their own recipe and putting it out there. No, no. These are people who spend years perfecting their recipe and honing their craft, and it shows. Now, not everything is a win for everybody. You know, some people might say, there's corn in this clam chowder. I don't like corn in my clam chowder. But you get to experience it all, and it goes to helping the chamber, and it goes to helping the bragging rights of the winning restaurants because they take this seriously. Like the winners the next day are going to be all over social media talking about their win. They're going to be putting that trophy up in their restaurant. They take it seriously, as they should. We know our chowder here on the South Coast. We take it seriously. So I think that uh, we'll find out more about that with Katie. And you can also listen to, she was on Town Square Sunday yesterday. So you can hear that for more details if you're Thinking about getting your tickets in advance, you can get them from the One South Coast Chamber website. But I'm looking forward to going back. Now, the next day, I'm taking part in the Pod Podkawa 5K at South Coast Health. I'm going to be walking it, and uh, I'm collecting donations on the, on the race page at southcoasthealth.org. But I'm going to be walking it because of you know, the, the, the work, not only do I believe in the cause behind it, and we'll talk with Dr. Podkawa this week about it um, and about his wife, Nicole, and why this 5K exists. But also South Coast Health has helped me out so much in recent months that, you know, I want to be able to, to 
help them out. And also, it's a good measurement for me of where I am with, with my weight loss. You know, 50 pounds, 50 plus pounds down now. I'm about, about to break into the 220s, hopefully by the end of this week. Coming from 280. 283, I think, at my biggest. It's 283 or maybe 288. So coming from there, and I'll be into the 220s, really just since July. So this will be a good measuring stick for me. And, you know, I've obviously been telling you all about how much this has worked for me. And this is a chance to put it into action. And actions will speak louder than words. All right. I got to take a break. We'll be back in just a bit. And you know what? That's going to do it for this hour because coming up, we're going to have your uh, NFL Monday night preview. Of course, we have the Monday night football game right here on WBSM and you're going to listen. It was a crazy weekend in the NFL. I mean, come on. You've, you had 70 points by the dolphins tied for the second most points ever scored in an NFL game. I mean, that seems like it's going to be a, a record that'll, I don't know. I don't know if the dolphins can score 70 points every game, but they're, I think they're going to be a high powered offense. Now this evening, you're going to have a couple of games. They're going to have the Eagles and Bucks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.